When timing is everything, you can always count on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Yeah, timing. Yeah. Let's see if I can edit that. Yeah, timing. Welcome back. How are we doing? Like while Alex was talking before. Uh, there's the timing we know. <laughs> <laughs> so, we decided to switch things up last week and end things on a cliffhanger. What? We don't do that. We did it. Absolutely did it. Breaking new ground. Now, if I recall, I wasn't so excited on this cliffhanger. Are you ever? Yeah, I was going to say. Sometimes they're good cliffhangers. Sometimes it's like, you guys level up and you save the day and we love you. Oh, you silly goose. This is almost the exact opposite of that. Like, we have a group that hates us and a woman outside who hates us even more. At least the cliffhanger wasn't somebody's head rolling down the path away from us. Yes. Ouch. No, that's a head hanger. (laughs) All right, yeah, so we're in the middle of uh, Castle Faunum trying to convince everybody to just be cool when we uh, got interrupted by an old friend, Mama Vipera. Biggest air quotes you can find around the word friend there. (laughs) Well, to everybody else's knowledge, when you guys last met this woman, possibly a hag, she claimed to be Vipira's mother, and Vipira went off into the woods to have a little talk with her. Came back later that night, and that was kind of that. That was kind of that. Yeah. Vipira's not around anymore. Uh, Some might even say she died. (laughs) Um, Some people better not say that to her mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she she has somehow found you in Ustalav and seems a little upset that Vipira never uh, came and found her when you guys were done with Vigil. Okay. I think what, the play is do we see her? Vipira was in Vigil and whoopsie poopsie, totally not our fault, got obliterated by the bomb, you know, as the bomb goes. So yeah, Uhtred, you uh, exit the building and you look west across the courtyard and you do see uh, this woman that you remember seeing that night on your way to Vigil. And she's standing uh, just inside the fort, having, like, walked past the open doors and stopped, like, ten feet in front of them. What do you want? She snarls. She says, Watch your tone with me, boy. I'm here for my daughter. Well, she's not here. Liar! If only she's buried beneath Vigil. She takes like a half step back uh, and looks genuinely shocked and hurt. But then she recovers and she said, What did you do? What did you do to my Vipira? Your Vipira? Oh, isn't that rich? Don't even act like a portion of you loved her. Shut your mouth and go to some other corner of this godforsaken plain. I do not have what you want. If you loved her so much, go dig her up. 
she roars and charges at Utrid. Oh, Bring it. God. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, Everybody? No. Have, have Utrid roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Solo round. Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what's Come up, on. Tom? <laughs> um, we Did we make a knowledge check on her? Or is you, it one of those weird things because she's like an actual class levels? You made a knowledge check and were able to kind of infer that she was a hag. Exactly what kind of hag, you didn't really have any way of knowing. You know that a lot of hags can disguise themselves as normal people. Uh, so, yeah, you haven't been able to identify exactly what she is. But I will... Uh, let you roll a knowledge nature check because as she runs at you uh, she does have one big bloodshot red eye that you did not remember seeing before and that could uh, tip you off alright Brilliter initiative Uh, 16 Uhtred 25 Argyle 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 Argenus sorry (laughs) I see where you can I I just I got your I back re- on this, buddy. I just wrote A R G for for our genus. Your mind went to Die Hard. <laughs> A sixteen. Uh, what's your modifier? Uh, two. Relator. Four. Okay. Randolph. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, first up is Utrid. Utrid's going to cast displacement on himself. Okay. Do anything with your move action? No, I think Uchir's just gonna stand there, like, ready to... Or peering, as if he's ready to strike, like... She's coming at me. I'm gonna use that to my advantage. Get her momentum going one way. So, yeah. She's, uh... She's gonna run at that red flag. And as she does so, uh... Her... She already... She's already, uh... Like, kind of a... Like, a bulky woman. Like, has a pretty large frame. Uh... And she, first her, like, her shoulders, and then uh, her her abdomen, her and then her legs, and just, like, one after another, her body seems to, like, just bulk up, and it she just gets these, like, visceral musculature. Uh, and as she, and as that happens, uh, you also see her, uh, her form start to, uh, get slightly hazy uh, it's, it's not entirely clear uh, where she is like she's become uh, let's say blurry okay and she charges at Uhtred okay I assume she's gonna attack Uhtred she is Uhtred's gonna use a key point to add a plus six to his AC arcana point yeah yeah sorry I was gonna say key points are my thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a 22 to hit. Oh. Or 24 from the charge. She winds up for a for a swipe of her claws, which are uh, have themselves also bulked up and grown larger. You are, in, in spite of yourself, reminded uh, tragically of Vipera as she does so. Uh, up next is Randolph. 
Yeah, so uh, Randolph and Thalias are still in this room, not quite in this uh, ferocious stare-down, charging standoff thing you've got going in the front. So um, I'm going to cast Haste and get everyone prepared for the lunatic charging at us. Are you including the other people that have, that are in this room? Yes, I'd like to include everyone so that okay. one, they know I'm a cool guy, and two, in case she's like super duper powerful, uh, maybe they can fight better. Yeah. And I'm going to move Thalias so that um, we're flanking if she runs into us, but I'm not going to send him past like three people to go fight her. Elksy's turn. Elksy's going to uh, run outside. Wow. And I just mapped it out, and Elksy can. Run outside and then go like clockwise around and avoid an attack of opportunity uh, from Vipera's mother uh, and wind up in a flanking position with Uhtred. That's not. Uh, and do that as a move action. And Elksy's going to end her movement with a gore. Oh, uh, right. And Elksy's also hasted, so it was not even, even close to the end. <laughs> yeah, not even close to the end of Elksy's move speed matching the hag's uh, energy of those attack rolls. Uh, that's a 21 to hit, and that does not hit. And Brill- Brilliter. Okay, Brilliter is going to start using his advice as a move action. So that's Inspire Courage for everybody. Okay. Nice. Love it. And as a standard action, he's going to spend a key point to give everybody else uh, Barkskin. Oh, also no love it. Way. Yeah, and then he's going to stay right where he is behind Uhtred for now. The safe place to be behind me, because until my turn, my AC's at a uh, 42. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Our genus. Uh, I'm going to use Parchment Swarm. So I'm going to move to get Get her into my range of vision. Actually, over here. <laughs> and yeah, parchment swarm. It's a reflex, uh, reflex save to do half. Okay. It targets a, a, a single creature. It's not a uh, spread out. That is a twenty-two reflex save. All right. Yep. It. Uh, she makes it. All right. So we'll take half damage. Oh, hold on. Does she have evasion? Uh, does not have evasion, but our genus, I'm going to need a caster level check versus spell resistance. Ooh. Alright. It's a 21. 21 passes. Nice. Go ahead and roll damage. Alright, 11d6 coming at you. Uh, 41, so half that down to 20. So she gets 20 damage of slashing. Oh, did we ever resolve those knowledge checks to see what she is? Nope. Knowledge nature, anybody who's got it. Uh, Brilliter got a 23. Okay. Uh, Uhtred? 14. 14. Don't forget Randolph with a 17. Boom. Nice. Uh, Randolph and Brilliter, you both recognize that this hag is a moon hag. Moon hags are foul prophets that haunt endless tombs. These lured hags almost universally worship Grotus. Uh, Randolph, you may ask one question about moon hags, and Brilliter, 
Uh, what'd you get again? 23. You can ask two questions. I want an offensive ability. Uh, you know about the Moonhag's dreadful ravings. Three times per day as a standard action, the Moonhag can howl a litany of dreadful prognostications at a creature within 30 feet. The predictions afflict the victim, gnawing away at its sanity. This is a language-dependent curse effect. Unlike most curses, this is not a permanent curse. It functions actually more similarly to a poison, uh, lasting for six rounds, uh, requiring you to make a will save each round or take 1d3 wisdom damage. If you make two consecutive saves and you fight it off. Okay, uh, I'd like to know any resistances. You know that it has spell resistance of 18. Oh, fair enough. And, um, yeah, now let's go with DR. They do not have DR. All right. So at this point, everybody else in the room, they, they have absolutely no idea what's going on. They're not currently uh, equipped. Like, they've, they've been living here, the soldiers at least, for the last couple days, and the caretakers, long term. Uh, and so they're, it's like, con- it's total confusion in, in this uh, like mid-sized room. Who is that? What's going on? Where's Uhtred going? He needs to stay here. What's going on out there? And uh, it's clear that there's like an actual fight going on. Like, are we under attack? Who, who's out there? How many are there? And uh, after a bit of just confusion and, and no one really doing anything, uh, Rainer uh, he says, he says uh, "That's it. I'm getting my axe." And he uh, he exits through the eastern door. Oh uh, crap! And the uh, the two the two women they they look at each other real quick and then they they follow him. And uh, Gibberus, uh, he's looking after the the two women as they as they leave, and he's just kind of like he's like shivering again. He looks back at uh, Randolph and Thalias, who are left remaining in this room, and he's just like he he looks like extremely anxious, like he's about to fucking lose it. And the halfling and the the male human, uh, they kind of look at each other, uh, and they do not. They, they are perhaps not uh, combatants and they uh, they kind of like step back through uh, through the curtain to the north that's a much better idea then a creature appears creature appears about five feet behind Elksy this small goat-like man has curved horns hoofed feet and a rat-like tail it is small size uh, and Utrid or well, anybody who's got it can give me a knowledge nature check. 23, I believe that confirms it. I got a 16. Okay. Uh, Randolph and Uhtred identify this creature as a boggle. Boggles are frenetic and capricious fae who love to run and cavort through the woods, pulling pranks on animals, people, monsters, and their own fellow fae. Uh, At least it's not a scrabble, am I right? No. <laughs> <laughs> or an <Upwards>. upwards. <laughs> wow. I'm with you. Uh, Randolph, you can ask me two questions about a boggle and Uhtred. You can ask me three. Offensive ability for sure and hit point game for number two. You know about their mind boggle aura. A boggle is swathed in a 30-foot aura of supernatural mirth. 
The first time a creature ends its turn within this area, it must succeed at a will save or be overcome by a sense of absurdity, taking a minus 10 penalty on sense, motive, and perception checks, and a minus 2 penalty on initiative checks. Spellcasters must succeed at a concentration check to cast spells while affected due to the extreme distraction. This effect persists for 13 minutes, even wow. if a creature leaves the aura. A creature that successfully saves against the aura can't be affected by the same boggles mind boggle aura for 24 hours. And I'm going to say it has 70 HP. Higher. Okay. Nutrid. Any DR? They have DR 10 that is overcome by weapons made of cold iron. Any resistances? They have spell resistance 19. How about one cool ability? Could be defensive, neutral, or offensive. I will leave it to your choice. I'm going to give you some spell-like abilities that it can cast. You know that once per day it can cast the spell Fear. You know that three times per day it can cast Charm Person. And you know that three times per day it can cast Ghost Sound. Uh, so yes, this Boggle appears five feet behind Elksy. And uh, he points a finger... Uh, at, you're not sure who because everybody's just lined up so nicely right there. He just points a finger and uh, lets out a uh, a mirthful giggle. <laughs> Uhtred and Brilliter need to give me will saves. That's a 25. Okay. Uh, that's a 23 spellcraft and a 29 willpower. Or will save. Alright, uh, Uhtred, you make your save. Uh, with a 23 spellcraft, you identify the spell as confusion. Um, glad that didn't happen. Yep. Uh, that's when a second boggle appears. What the fuck is this nonsense? Is this boggle junior? <laughs> it's almost like they were invisible. It's almost like they were invisible and uh, saw, a, uh, saw a spellcaster all on his own. And it's going to use its horns to gore her genus. So, um, are these guys with, uh, with Vipira's mom? No, it's just one <laughs> big kawinky dink. <laughs> they were just passing you'll, by. <laughs> you'll have to, yeah, you'll have to read the dossier in their pockets to figure that out. Well, I feel like, uh, she would be affected by these spells as well, right? Uh, okay. I, I see her well, like the that aura, time. you mean? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, but that's a natural one on the gore attack. <laughs> confirm it. And a 23 to confirm. With Barkskin, our genus's AC is 25. So that's a confirmed fumble? Yes. Yep. So this right. is a natural attack. Uh, this is called Twisted. The Boggle has become entangled in its own gear. It is entangled in its own gear until it spends a standard action to free itself. Awesome. Uh, Are you envision- fucking kidding me? I kind of envisioned that, like it went for the gore attack and missed and got its horn stuck in like the side of the structure. Yep. <sighs> These things don't have much gear. They're wearing fucking loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you the solution. <laughs> and I rejected it. Uh, never appreciate it. Yeah. All right, and that brings us back to Uhtred. All right. Um, Uhtred would like to use a full round action to cast... Frostbite defensively and then deliver that full round through my scimitar. 
Okay. Uh, you're going to need to give me a concentration, concentration check to cast defensively and a concentration check versus the mind boggle aura. I thought that went into effect at the when a spellcaster ends their first tur- turn in the aura. You know what? You're right. Okay. So you just need to uh, cast defensively. And that um, the DC for that is 10 15 pl- plus double the spell level. So for a frostbite, it's 17. Okay, so I automatically confirm it. My concentration uh, checks out a plus 17. Well, you're actually uh, the, your your DC for doing that is actually too higher than normal. So go ahead and roll for me, please. So roll above a two. Roll above a one. A two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, you did it. <laughs> You were so close. Because <laughs> uh, well, Matt, the last thing before I click the button goes, roll above a two. There it is. <laughs> I spoke it into existence. Yep. yep. So you're uh, so you're casting defensively, casting this uh, Prospect. Low, low level spell, uh, something that you're pretty confident in doing. And like normally it's like, it's absolutely no problem. Uh, but being this close to Vipira's mother, this moon hag, uh, like, whatever else is going on with her, because, like, you're thinking maybe she's not a normal moon hag. She's, she's giving off these, like, waves of energy. Uh, just, like, raw arcane torrents. And, uh, as you're, like, gathering your, your magic to cast this spell, it almost feels like some of those, uh, magical winds kind of, like, get tangled up in your own uh, magics, and it almost tripped you up in casting this very low-level spell. Okay. Well, now I'm gonna full round action deliver a bunch of scimitar strikes. Alright. And I think you're gonna have to do a caster level check against her spell resistance too. Yeah. So the first scimitar, the first scimitar is a 30 to hit. 30 will hit. So that's 15 non-lethal damage. And I'm going to uh, roll an... 14? What? Not lethal? Yeah, roll level 12? 11. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Yeah. 14. Yeah, so I almost 14. got away with that one. 14 lethal and 14 non-lethal. Yep. And because I okay. dealt non-lethal, I get to make a free intimidate check to demoralize. That's a 31. That is high enough to uh, to demoralize. Uh, but as you, you finish your... Like dazzling display, whatever it is you do to, to punctuate the non-lethal damage, uh, to uh, to make them shaken, and uh, you're like, "Fuck yeah, that was an awesome, that was an awesome display." And she just like, Rah! she just roars right back at you. You get the feeling that she is not shaken. Okay, well, I'm gonna answer that with my second swing of my scimitar. Okay, and that's a 28 to hit. 28 will hit. And she takes another 10 lethal damage and then 13 non-lethal damage. All right. And then I'm hasted, so I get to make another attack at full bonuses. That's a natural 20 for a 41, and the crit confirmation is a 37. It's a 47. I'm sorry. 47. (laughs) Good lord. Outrageous. 
Yeah, that's going to uh, it's gonna confirm. Um, but real quick, uh, what was this? Uh, what was the spell that you have on Frost, right now? Frostbite. Frostbite. Uh, I think you're. I think you owe me some uh, caster level checks versus spell resistance. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, the first scimitar was a 23. That passes, and I said it was an 18. Uh, second one's a twenty, okay, and a thirty. All right, let's uh, can, let's get that crit taken care of. Okay, so the slashing crit is called "We've Got a Bleeder." Normal damage, <laughs> normal damage, and two d six bleed, which is a lot of bleed. Uh, and yep. the magic crit is called "Siren Song." Double damage or triple damage to giants, humanoids, and monstrous humanoids. Is she a humanoid? You would know from your knowledge check that moon hags are monstrous humanoids. Oh, I think she needs some triple damage. I'm angry, Uhtred. Well, so then it's 43 from the non-lethal damage. So 43 slashing damage. That's another, like, 46 non-lethal damage. Yep. Goddamn. She's still up. Wow. Wow. That's terrifying. she looks like she is up by the grace of whatever this uh unabated magical energy uh that is swelling from her she is in rough shape come on i thought you loved vipira so much I should have never let her go with you to the city. I should have forced her to stay with me. And she's going to full attack on Utrid. You know what? I'm going to use a can of point here. I want to really highlight how out of her league she was. Like this this All is right. personal. All right. All right. So first she's going to uh, chomp outward with a bite. And that's going to be 38 to hit. Wow, it's a good thing I chose to use that Arcana point. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have it would have hit. But it misses. Okay. And now she's going to lash out with two claws. 24 to hit. Natural 20. Uh-oh. Nothing can do much about that. Your displacement might have something to say about it. Oh, though. that's true. I do have oh, displacement shit. on that. So 31 to confirm. Uh, that does not confirm. That does not confirm. Alright. Uh, highs or lows? Highs, baby. Duh. Alright, so 1 through 50 will hit Utrid. 51 through 100 will be displaced. Here we go. 38. Well, what do you do? You take some damage. Take some damage. So you take 18 points of damage, but she's got a little ability that lets her rend with only one claw. So, there's some rend in your face. And that's another 18 points of damage. So she looks like she is running on fumes. Uh, she's just lashing out like a freaking berserker. And seemingly, by sheer luck, manages to land a claw on, on Uhtred. And deals quite a bit of damage, but like even before... Like, the claw is finished raking through Uhtred. She flexes her hand, and the claws dig in a little bit deeper, and then she just kind of flicks her arm straight up opposite the direction that she was slashing downward, and she just, like, 
and she just like shreds uh, Uhtred's chest to ribbons with that with that one flick of her wrist. That is the end of her turn, and now it's Randolph's turn. All right. Um, I think uh, things have heated up enough where I can get out of this room and steal a kill, maybe. <laughs> It's time for Randolph to join the fray. (laughs) Luckily, I've only been here for one turn. I was like, all right, everyone get ready for some haste. And then there's just fucking madness going on just outside. And nobody was upset about getting that haste. Yeah, seriously. Um, So, yeah, I will. Let's see. Uh, I will. My movement sucks so bad. What's the Elias' movement? He's got regular movement, right? 30? And you're hasty. Pretty sure it's 30. Oh, I'm hasty. Oh, yeah, That's hasty. right. Excellent. So we will both exit this room. Uh, and actually, Elias will go over here because he's faster. All right. And um, yeah, my scythe and his shovel. All right. It's worth noting... Uh... Randolph and Thalia do their movement uh, in a flanking position. Oh, yes. That's how we do it. We're very good. Uh, 26. 28. You have out 28. <laughs> 28 does it. Yes. And that'll do oh so much damage because I'm so strong. It's uh, ooh, 31 damage. All right. Uh, Randolph, you swing your scythe and you you clip her real good, and uh, she she like flips over uh, with the uh, the momentum of your scythe, and she falls to the ground unconscious. Yes, just how we drew it up. Kind of now, fitting that Randolph knocked her unconscious. Yeah. Um, hmm. Can I have Thelias keep going, or? Because I stopped him for the flanking power, he's sort of stuck there. It was only from that flanking bonus that you actually did hit. So I'm going to say Thalaz has to commit to that stop worth. point. Worth. Definitely All right. worth. That's my turn. All right. Yeah, um, Thalaz, Thalaz could just continue beating the shit out of uh, the unconscious blood hag. Uh, hag. That's not really my style. It, would, it might be my style if there was... Um, it's mostly with like monsters and stuff. I do that too. Not, yeah. you know, because yeah. maybe we don't want to murder her. So, not your friend's right. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, it's Elsie's turn. Um. So real quick, it, aren't these things supposed to be like doing something after the end of each person's turn, like their aura or something? Yep. Thank you. Uh, Uhtred, Randolph, Thalias, Uhtred, Randolph, Thalias. Give me will saves. A 32 willpower for Randolph and a 16 for Thalias. Uhtred got a okay. 22. Okay. Uh, Thalias failed, but honestly, that's uh, Thalias is barely affected by that because you're just taking the penalty on sense motive and perception checks and on initiative checks, and huh. you need to make a concentration check for casting spells. And Thalias is oh, the, one, the one guy there that's not casting spells. All right, uh, so yes, Elksy. Uh, Elksy is going to take a five-foot step west and uh, make a full attack on this rude-ass boggle. Natural 20. Yeah, Elksy. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a roller coaster. 
Yeah, Alexi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Alexi, uh, Alexi gets that gore. Let's look at hooves. Honestly, it doesn't matter unless uh, I roll a natural 20 to crit. Because, uh, yeah, I know. I, I rolled anyway, but I didn't get any uh, any crits for the hooves. So we'll just do the gore. Deals 15 damage to the blue boggle. So, 5 after DR. Yeah, Alex is getting real fucking tired of all his DR. Um, <laughs> Brilliter. Okay. Brilliter is going to uh, maintain the advice, inspire courage, and he is going to uh, stroll on down to help out Arginus. And he's going to get there and he's just going to sweep through with his leg in a trip attempt on the boggle. Well, it's a 35 against a CMD. (laughs) What? Hmm, yes, let me see here. 35 is going to do it. All right, so that is tripped, and because I have a greater trip, that provokes. And I believe that's going to be only for me. Yeah. So that's a 29 to hit. 29 hits. And that is 15 bludgeoning damage, and my fists do count as cold iron. All right. He takes it all. Our genus. Our genus is going to move away. He's okay. prone, right? Mm-hmm. He's prone, but that doesn't mean he can't make attacks of opportunity. But he would make him at like a minus four penalty, I believe. Plus yeah, another minus four from Entangled. Uh, minus two from Entangled. So our genus moves away. And Bobo gets an attack of opportunity. I'm going to lash out with a claw. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> this poor goddamn Boggle. <laughs> uh, just go ahead and confirm it. It's a really yeah, good lad. Yeah. <laughs> 21 to confirm. <laughs> it confirms. All right. Uh, <laughs> this one is called Pins and Needles. This The boggle is sickened for 1d6 rounds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we might just give him more penalties. Why not? <laughs> All right. 1d4. 1d6 rounds. Oh, one. Yeah, why, why would it be 1d4? <laughs> ha, one. Okay. All right, uh, Arginus, you doing anything with your standard action? Uh, yeah, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to just do magic missile. I don't want to blow, like, a big spell or anything like that. No, that's, a, that's what, 5d4 plus 5? Yeah. I assume you're piling them all onto the red one? Yep. Since he dared to attack you. How dare you. Did he really attack him, though? <laughs> or did he just attack himself? He pulled a prank on himself. He pulled a hammy and just kind of went in Arginus' direction. <laughs> he pulled a hamstring in his general direction. I love that. Uh, that's a 10 damage. Plus 5. Oh, plus 5, 15. Give me a spellcraft check versus spell resistance. Uh, caster level check. Going to be a... Uh, a 16. 16 doesn't do it. Be- because this boggle is just failure incarnate. <laughs> it is it is indiscriminate in its fail in in, in the failing. <laughs> okay, who's up next? Utrid and Randolph. You you hear a disembodied voice coming from like standing like right behind Utrid. Like standing between Utrid and the the front door of this fort, and it just says, "I'm sorry, I, I can't take it anymore." 
And I need a will save from Uchard and Randolph. <laughs> now it's madness. <laughs> oh no, it's red. <laughs> I got you, Randolph. I'm going to use my... Uh, what, what do I have here? I'm going to use my uh, key insight. I believe that's the one. Yes, my key insight ability, which as an immediate action, I can spend two key points to grant an ally within 30 feet the ability to reroll a single attack or saving throw. Yes, I'm going to reroll it and hopefully not disappoint you. Although, can't Randolph do that once per day for free? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatevs. What? What sec? What sec? Maybe I'll do it for free on myself. <laughs> Go ahead. Do uh, do Hootrits first. You got a 26. Don't do anything, dude. He passed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so confident. Well, he said super hopingly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to defiantly luck myself. All right. Luck I don't yourself? need a stupid new monk. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'll take my key back. Yeah. 28. Wow. Uh-huh. All right. You feel, uh, you feel a similar, if much more potent, like mind-altering effect uh, grab hold of you from when the boggle hit you with confusion, uh, but you both fight it off again. But you said there's a disembodied... It's coming from like a disembodied voice right behind us? Yeah, it's, it's somewhere. But it sounded like the boggle's voice, or it sounded like a different voice? It kind of sounded like Vipira. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded. It did not sound like a boggle. It sounded like uh, might have been one of the people from you know, inside that room. Yeah, we're gonna go out back, and they're all gonna be dead. Eh, this is a loss. Okay, boggles turns. Um, yeah, let's just go for uh, sheer chaos mode. Uh, Blue boggles going to five foot step away from Elxie, and uh, he's gonna cast confusion again. Thalias and Elksy. I need will saves. Hmm. 23. Elksy got a 20. You guys are fucking nailing these confusion will saves. Yeah, yeah buddy. That's how we do it. Alright. Uh, other Boggle is going to attempt to stand up. Uh, that's going to provoke. I don't have any attacks for opportunity left. I don't have combat <laughs> reflexes and I used one when I tripped him. He, uh... <laughs> and uh, he stands up and casts a spell and becomes invisible. And it's Uhtred's turn. Well, that one went invisible, so Uhtred's going to move up and take a swing at the boggle that is visible. All right. As you do so, you provoke an attack of opportunity from an invisible creature. How does your, uh, you, you've got the blind fighting feet, correct? Yep. So they don't get any advantages for attacking me from invisibility. Okay. They are nonetheless, uh, targeting your touch AC. Well, that's right. 13. Well, that doesn't come near it. Nope. <laughs> now, that resolves before I would move, correct? Yes. So, could I then, instead of moving, say, oh, someone just tried to attack me, I'm going to stay here and try and hit them? You have committed to making a move action. So, if you would like, you could still, like, you could remain in that square, but you've used your move action. So, basically, you could make a single attack if you wanted to stay there and hit that creature. Yeah, no. 
I'll, I'll take the move. Move up and right. hit the boggard. Or boggle. Okay. That's uh, 32 to hit. That hits. So it takes 15 damage. Now, I forgot to apply... Oh, no, I, I don't think I did use a key point there. Um, but I forgot to ask when you're fighting Ar- Viper's mom, are they chaotic? Arcana point. What? You said key point again. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these guys are chaotic. Okay, so this I need to roll 2d6, right? Yes. Okay, so that's going to be 22 lethal damage and 12 non-lethal damage. And that, of course, means... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, this is blue. Mm -hmm. That's how much lethal damage? 22. 22. Uh, Your weapon does not count as cold iron. Are you sure about that? What enhancement bonus is it? I think it was uh, uh, whatever the um, extra damage for chaotic is. No, so you're doing that because it's a lawful weapon. So that's going to deal extra damage. Um, but that's not like. Uh, unless the enhancement bonus is plus three or higher, it's still not counting as cold iron versus the DR. I think so, when, you, when you use your. Um, Arcana point. Arcana point to enhance it with a straight numerical enhancement, then it will count as cold iron, as long as it's at least a plus three. Yes, that is correct. All right, so, sorry, one more time, how much lethal damage? 22. 22. All right, so with the DR, that becomes 12. And give me a spellcraft check versus, uh, or give me a caster level check versus spell resistance. I hope you're keeping track of uh, your charges here because you've been discharging up a storm yeah well <laughs> if i hit 11 times in a combat i'm like wow i was hitting all over the place <laughs> um the cash lower check was an 18 18 fails to overcome the spell resistance all right so i guess he doesn't take the 12 non-lethal i guess not uh randolph okay um i'm gonna mosey on over here like this and like this, flanking our blue boggle. And I'm going to open up a can of scythe and ectoplasm. My favorite energy drink. drink. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do power attack too. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, 39. Oh. oh, that hits. Oh, yeah. That hits for a bunch. That hits for uh, 29. Hey, uh, I'm assuming your scythe is not a plus three scythe. Oh, God. All right. No, you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> but Elias' slam, 26. 26 hits. For 25 damage, and he has special rules, so DR doesn't apply to him. Yeah. He's still does. not cold iron. All right. Uh, 25 more like 15. <laughs> Still getting smacked around pretty good. All right, uh, Elxie's turn. She's gonna five foot step back towards this guy again and uh, full attack. She's gonna power attack. Oh, max roll on the gore for 24 points of damage. So 14. And with power attack, those hooves can kind of break that DR. 
deals one point of damage after DR. It's something. Sure is. Brilliter. All right. Brilliter is going to full attack the space directly to his south where that creature just went invisible. And he's going to... um, He's going to use his elemental fist ability, which makes all my attacks for one round do, we'll say, acid damage. At least, and we're going to go with this first attack is going to be a trip attempt. Okay. So that's a 35 against its CMD. That succeeds. So let's so roll for concealment. Okay. What's Eyes the... Highs or lows? Oh, you're rolling. Um, I'm going to say highs, so 51 to 100 is a success. And I have blind fight. So roll twice, right? Yep. All right. 33. Okay. 45. Ooh. All right. So the second attack is also going to be a trip attempt. So this is at a minus five. All right. (laughs) Okay. That's a 35. All right. That's a success. Let's roll for concealment. We still doing highs? Yes. 67. There it is. You hear, oh, come on! (laughs) (laughs) All right. And yeah, and Brillator will stay right where he is. (laughs) He's going to exclaim like, your cheap tricks cannot fool my third eye. You hear a loud raspberry in response. (laughs) Did that boggle ever spend a standard action on Tangle itself? No. Probably not. Just checking. Arginus, you're up. Um, Arginus cast magic missile on the blue one. Okay, give me a caster level check versus spell resistance. Uh, 19. 19 gets it. Nice. All right. Nice. Nice. Oh, oh damn. Uh, 20 damage. All right, Boggle's looking pretty beat up. He's still up. Up next is this strange disembodied voice. And uh, it says, Your third eye didn't see me. And uh, it's going to be an attack versus your touch AC. Uh, You are technically flanked, but your blind fight, uh, at least not taking a penalty from that. That is a 20 versus your touch AC. A 22. That does not hit my touch AC. All right. I'm a monk. My touch AC is outrageous. Yeah. All right. Uh, Boggle's turns. All right. Uh, Blue Boggle's going to five foot step southwest, and he's going to cast a spell defensively. Anyone who wants to can give me a spellcraft check. 26 spellcraft. You know, he's about to cast Invisibility. Okay, he passes, and he vanishes. And, uh, Rilliter, at your feet, uh, where, you know, the Invisible Boggle boggle was just tripped, he shouts, (laughs) You can trip me all day, but will you have time to fight your friends? And I'm going to need will saves from Thalias, Randolph, Uhtred, and Elksy. And that does render the boggle visible again. Oh, that's adorable. Randolph and Thelias both got 18. Aw. I'm going to use my uh, 
Mystic or my key insight to let Uhtred re-roll that. Oh, that's very kind of you. Okay. And Elksy got a 17. What is Uhtred's new roll? Much better. 25. All right. Wow. You remain. You all remain unconfused. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Thanks, new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, boo. I like this guy way better than the last guy we knew for six hours. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so then, Uhtred, it is your turn. The boggle you've been fighting just turned invisible, but another boggle has just appeared and is currently prone. Well, you know where it's standing, because he had to move to that location. Yeah, I think Uhtred is going to move like towards Brillator and is going to cast a glitter dust so it covers the five foot square behind him like that's where the edge of it would be so he's not caught in it okay you understand what i'm saying holy shit did Uhtred finally get finally. to I was his glitter Dude, I've been dust. sitting here waiting for my turn, <laughs> kicking myself, going, I better not miss this. I better not. I've wasted so many fucking rounds. <laughs> All right. So what is that, a fortitude save? It's a uh, will save to negate the blinding effect. Oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, 26. I don't think well, I could. I, I was pretty sure I couldn't fail I that. was positioning it so that you weren't caught in it, but... I I guess Ow. we'll just send it so it's covering yeah like that. All right. So it hits all three of them. Ah, uh, okay. All right, so we'll save from the boogle and that's another 19. All right, so no one's blinded, but the uh but the but boggle, the visible boggle is nonetheless uh, outlined by this glitter uh, and you know that it, were it to go invisible again, it will still be outlined. Uh, and there's also this other figure standing behind Brilliter, uh, who is uh, small in stature, but you otherwise you know, have no visible distinctions. Gotcha. Well, my job's done here. I... <laughs> no more of this bullshit invisibility game. <laughs> All right, uh, Randolph. I'm gonna fight the guy that I can see. Just uh, it seems a little easier. Okay. I understand. I have to make a move to get there. I will charge. Seems like a good idea. So I will charge. I want Elias to come with me. So. I mean, he has Elias enough movement to get to... over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a charge. Yeah. And it would provoke. He could charge the baddie that's flanking over here. I'm just gonna trust that this works right. okay. I want his uh, I want his extra bonus. I like it. So I dig let it. me attack powerfully, of course. Uh, red is being attacked with a 31. 31 hits, considering be... he is prone and entangled. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a uh, 26 damage, and that kills him. Or no. <laughs> Darn. Well, Thalias, luckily, is uh, going to blast him with a 33. Yep, 33 hits, but um, fair is fair. Thalias is going to provoke an attack of opportunity to get into that flanking position. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. So let's see, that's going to be at a 
minus six for being prone and entangled. Uh, well, I got a natural three, and uh, he's got a minus six on his attack roll. Uh, well, before his bonus, but uh, yeah, that's barely double digits, so I'm thinking that doesn't hit. Excellent. So um, go ahead and give me damage from Thelias. Damage from Thelias is 23. Okay. He's got an amulet of mighty fists. Oh, yeah. So many fists. What but it's not, it doesn't give him cold iron. It's like oh, plus attitude. one flaming, I think. All right. And now it's Elxie's turn. And uh, Elxie's going to charge on this outlined creature. Give it the give it the old the old gore. Twenty seven will hit for ten points of damage. And Rilliter. Okay. Rilliter is going to take a five foot step to the east. Uh, just a step out of that flank. Mm-hmm. And to get into a flanking position with Elxie. And then he is going to uh, full attack using trip attempts, first aiming at the outlined small creature that I'm flanking. So that's a natural 20 for a 48. Uh, yeah. My right. glorious glitter dust, finally. And from <laughs> greater trip, that provokes... Brother, give me a reflex save. 20. All right. So you, you trip whoever this is, and uh, they are... A lot less solid than you were expecting them to feel, and there's like this, like goopy uh, feedback, and it feels like it's gonna, it feels like it's gonna, like get clung to you in a way that's gonna like kind of interfere with your movements, but you're able to pull your your arm or your leg or whatever it is you're using to trip back quick enough to avoid that. Okay. And like I guess it provokes, so Elxie and myself can do that. That's a 27 to hit. 27 hits. And that is 14 damage. Okay. Uh, Elxie will take her attack of opportunity with another gore. Unfortunately, the attack of opportunity does not hit. Oh. And see, I have my second attack. These guys are both prone, so I guess I'll just hit the uh, the one I'm flanking again. Okay. So that's a 32 to hit. 32 hits. And that's 18 damage. And then the third attack from haste is a natural one for a 17. So that's a 37 to confirm. All right, no confirm. Our genus. Uh, one went invisible over here, right? Yeah, like, like oh, yeah. we're all grouped up over there. Yeah, over in this general area. Yeah, okay. That one uh, was not covered in any dust. I'm going to run over there and cover it in dust. <laughs> nice. <laughs> glitter bombs all over the place. Got a bunch of glitter boys all of a sudden. <laughs> Damn right. Also, all I right. have to imagine Brillator looks fantastic in his like glittery, shiny, pristine white robes. <laughs> all right. Uh, glitter, uh, glitter dust it. Yep, that's a 26 will save to uh, resist the blind. But otherwise, he is uh, once again visible. Fantastic. Very good use of the glitter, lads. 
All right, it is uh, the mystery man's turn. He's going to roll to cast a spell defensively. He succeeds. And a 30 spellcraft. Nobody succeeded at. You know that he is casting a darkness spell. It is now dim light in this area. Any attacks against anybody, uh, if you do not have dark vision, has a 20% mischance. And uh, this creature is going to attempt to stand up. And everybody's familiar with the standing up house rule that... It takes half your movement. 15, right? Yeah. It's... Yeah, well, it... It's it's not always half your movement. It's it's 15 feet if you're a medium-sized creature. It's 10 feet if you're a small-sized creature. Five feet if you're tiny, and then it it's Whatever zero you if you're smaller than that. But it still is at least part of a move action to stand up. Uh, so yes, yeah, so this creature uses up 10 feet of movement to stand up, and uh, then is going to move another 10 feet northeast, moving the aura of darkness with it and it is the boggles turns and uh the the one that our genus just lit up says oh you want to dance huh and he's gonna take a five foot step south toward our genus and full attack i fucking swear to god get entangled bitch (laughs) (laughs) these boggles have underperformed like crazy. I would fucking want my money back. <laughs> okay, how about a 31 to hit? Oh, that hits. Okay. And an 18 to hit. Does not hit. 28 to hit. 28 hits. And a 17 to hit. Does not hit. That was the fucking swingiest full attack I've done in a long time, but... Whatever. So you get hit with a bite, it misses with its gore, it misses with one claw, and it hits you with another claw. You take six damage from the bite, you take eight damage from the claw. Got it. Uh, and I gotta fucking remember. Our, you know, our, our genus, take, make a will save. You know what? Make two will saves, and Uhtred and Randa, Randolph, well, well, give me it's another will save. It's not our fault that you rolled bad. I said do it. <laughs> because I never had you guys roll for the second Boggles aura, and our genus hasn't rolled for either of them. Ooh, 24 and 13, but the 13 was on Thelias. You we all know how he one. feels about and, it. And Thelias <laughs> is already being affected by it. <laughs> oh, right. 27. 27 and a 29. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> well done. <laughs> all right. Uh, Uhtred. Everything in me wants to be able to take a five foot step, full round action, all over this guy. What? Who? On red. Oh. oh yeah, red I, I red didn't take his turn, actually. Oh yeah, I forgot about him down there. <laughs> For but. some reason. Hold yeah, hold on. Uh so he's he's gonna go and you know, he's gonna take a standard action to unentangle himself. Right, it's that's what full, that. It's a yep, full yep, round full, action. Yep. No, I think it was standard action. Standard action, yeah. Oh. I thought. All right. Um, it was a full. But I mean, the, also like you had a crit, and then you had to waste another standard action just to remove yep. it. And uh, he's gonna he's gonna stand up. Um, that's gonna provoke from Randolph and Thalias. Yep. Here it comes. 
It's a, oh my, it's so many from Thalias. It's a 43 to hit from Thalias. Yeah, that's going to hit. And that'll hit for 23 damage, minus whatever stupid things you've got. (laughs) And for Randolph, it'll be a 31 for a 28, minus your nonsense. (laughs) All right, uh, nonsense included. Uh, That's going to kill that boggle. (laughs) So he stands up and gets killed. That's awesome. Wait, shit, hold on. 20% concealment. He pops. Ah! Wait, hold on. <laughs> you might not have seen me so good. It was a little, not, it was a little nighttime. It was dipping here. <laughs> All right, one through twenty. Randolph missed. Eleven. <laughs> Fuck. One through twenty. Thalias missed. Twenty-six. Oh. Yeah. All right. So how much damage did Thalias do? Elias did 23. 23 damage? And he dies. Yes! <laughs> pop! Ah, wait! No, ah, you missed me! Oh, fuck! Fucking <laughs> bottle. <sighs> the crazy thing is, these guys look so freaking sinister. I know. <laughs> Dude, everyone was just on point saving against them. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you're all confused. We're like, no, we're not. It's like, yeah, but one of you is. It's like, yeah, but he's made of ectoplasm. I feel like we've also been making a lot of our uh, spell resistance checks. Yeah. Uh, You you guys fucking came to play for for sure. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I've thrown four confusion spells at you by now. And no one has failed it yet. Yeah. All right. uh, So, Uhtred, you were were conflicted about something? (laughs) Uh, I'm still a little conflicted because I don't think anybody's hit the small creature, but I think Uchi would be concerned about our our genus trying to one-on-one over there. Eh, Don't worry about it. I'm fine. Yeah? Yeah. They'll keep on rolling ones. Okay, you heard the man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... Elksy, you're going to save me, right? Uh... I don't know if that's a bet I'd take. I have enough movement so that without provoking, I can end up north of the small creature. And I will take a singular Valo frostbite swing at this bad boy. Alright. It's a 28 to hit. I hope. Okay, that's 14. You said they were chaotic. Well, I said the boggles were chaotic. Oh, true. Is this person not a boggle? Yep. Okay. So how Uh, how much damage are we looking at? We're looking at 18 lethal damage, um, so that's going to be another 15 non-lethal cold damage. Yeah, wait, oh, yeah. hold on a second. 20% concealment. Uh, yep. But blind fight still applies. Yep. So it's yes. very hard to fail this. Yep. 24. Okay. Um, so 15 non-lethal cold damage. I forgot when we were applying this to Vipira's mom, they're also just fatigued. Oh, yeah. And, and since that was non-lethal damage this time, I'm going to take my Intimidate check. Really mean mug this person with a 28. That passes. Elsie says, I got you, Uhtred, and uh, moves in a way as to not provoke as well and ends her movement in a flanking position against this outlined creature. A 
30 to hit will hit. Let's do concealment. 51. 14 points of damage. And Brilliter. Okay. Brilliter is... Yep. He's going to step on up and try to trip this little guy. All right. It's a 39. That'll trip. All right. Uh, concealment. Uh, oh, yeah. 47. All right. Taxes of opportunity all around, boys. That's a 29 from Brilliter. That's a 32 from Utrin. Okay. And a 33 from Elksy, but it's not a competition. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Elksy deals another 10 points of damage. All right. Brilliter dealt 12. Utrid rolled 22 lethal damage and 13 non-lethal. All right. Uh, give me... I'm going to need three concealment checks. One from Utrid, one from Brilliter, and one from Elksy. So here's Elksy. 16. Uh, so Elksy did not hit. Here's Brilliter. 39. All right. And here's Utrid, 64. You make contact, and you feel as if perhaps uh, this creature is unconscious. Okay. Now, we still wait for invisibility to wear off or something? Well, there's still still a a major threat left on the table. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, He was like, oh, Arjunas said no big deal. I got him, so. Yep. So, Arjunas, go ahead. Take care of that threat. You like tricks? I like tricks too. As a matter of fact, I like parties even more. And uh, our genus does uh, kill Fetty. Deadly confetti, go. Deadly confetti. Confetti. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Give me a caster level check versus spell resistance. Oh, shit. I, I... I can't say all that and not make this. Yeah. <laughs> like that can't be the thing that happens. Ooh, a thirty. Okay, that uh, beats it. All right, make your so, reflex. Twenty-six. No big deal. All right, uh, take twenty-three points of damage. That's halved. Well, twenty-three, but it's forty-six. Twenty-three is halved. Tom, you have been murdering your multiple dice rolls, like so far above the average on all of these. <laughs> and they've only been going up too. Yeah, that's true that, too. That, that luck is uh, going to run out very soon, but <laughs> I'm glad it didn't there. He grits his teeth and kind of shields his body with his uh, with his arms. Does it deal physical damage? Yep, it deals uh, paper cuts. So 1d6 of magical slashing damage per caster level. Okay. So he's going to resist 10 points of that damage Great. from oh, his DR. Need to get that cold iron parchment. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he Find can take your shit. damage away, Tom, but he can't take your rolls away. <laughs> yep. I mean, and, that uh, went from a 46 down to a 13. What, 11. <laughs> yeah, 13, uh, yeah. 13, yep. And he's going to take a five foot step and say, let me show you just how much I like to party. My God, Eight, uh, eighteen <laughs> does not hit. Twenty-three does not hit. Twenty-seven that hits. Thirty-two that hits. Okay, so bite and gore miss. Two claws hit. You take eight points of damage from one claw, 
and eight points of damage from the other claw. <laughs> that stung a little bit. And Uhtred. All right. Um, I think I have enough movement because I'm still hasted. Uh, so Uhtred's going to charge up, take a charge at the blue guy, and swing right. his scimitar. Okay. That's a 30 to hit. 30 hits. This guy, I do need to make a caster level check, correct? Or, uh, it's a 23. 23 passes. Okay, it's going to be 22 lethal damage, 12 non-lethal cold damage. He's fatigued and intimidate. Oh, natural 20 on the intimidate for 40. Okay, that definitely passes. So get demoralized for more than one round. That I'm sure of. Yep. All right, and Randolph. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I can do it. So I'm actually not going to charge flank. I'm just going to charge in. Thalias will be my uh, support ectoplasm. And charge scythe. Power attack. Oh, probably should have flanked. 25. 25 hits. Oh, perfect. Uh, 26 damage. All right, got anything else for me? Mm, no, I'm scared of this guy hitting Thalias. I'm done. Now, Thalias has bark skin. I'm in. Uh, 28 28 hits 21 damage 21 ecto hammer fire power damage alright and now it's Elksy's turn (laughs) what are these guys made of that DR10's doing work Mm -hmm. just seriously alright so Elksy has a move speed of 80 feet right now so she can easily uh, run the width of the courtyard and wrap around leaving a wide berth so this boggle doesn't provoke and she's going to end her movement with a power attack gore Send us home. do it it's going to be a 30 to hit which hits max roll for 22 damage alright and even factoring in the non-lethal damage that Uhtred has dealt to this boggle, Elksy completely murders it. Classic Elksy. And you find yourselves in this courtyard, still still littered with this massive dilapidated horse corpses to your south from your previous fight, and uh, now has two... Two more corpses and two unconscious bodies. So what do you guys do? Does anybody well, have th- any rope? Yeah. <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah, I guess we would tie him up. I mean, I don't think like, we should really like want information from Viper's mom, but he wants to know who the fuck this other person is, what their deal was. Also, I think... Uhtred would think Viperia would be pretty damn upset if he just murdered her mom. Yeah. Like, that doesn't feel like a too. good way to honor Viperia, so he's not looking to execute her. Alright. So you guys tie up Viperia's mom and the mystery man? Yep. Yep. Uh, Brill's suggestion of who's got rope, Uhtred starts to take some out of his pack. We'll start tying the two of them up. 
the guy who was like, we can't trust anybody. What was his name? Fucking Mr. everybody. <laughs> well, the the main guy that was like, Arr. oh, the dwarf. Something. Yeah, Rainer. 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 Does Rainer keep his axe in vigil? Because like <laughs> the round after Uhtred went outside, he was like, "That's it. I'm getting my axe." Yeah. <laughs> like, how many rounds? That. That's right. Later, and yeah. this dude's still getting his axe. Well, maybe he was putting armor on too. Maybe I didn't feel like adding even more people yeah, to his no, combat I mean, that you guys were fucking it. waffle stomping. <laughs> Be right there. Uh, All right. So yeah, tie him up and, and bring him inside to wait for them to wake up. All right. As you guys are untying. Untying. Uh, no, tying. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you guys are tying up the uh, the bodies, Rainer and the two women... Uh, Abilene and Ronit exit from the southern door over here around the side of the fort and they appear to be uh, armed and armored now. They rush out and then they, like, it's immediately apparent that you guys have dealt with the danger and they they kind of look a little sheepishly at each other and then Hurry over to you guys uh, as like a like a, a brisk walk, and yeah, he, uh, he says, "Well, maybe you didn't have anything to do with the horses, but you certainly brought a bunch of danger with you." You're not wrong, but I, not you I yourself don't. That said, Ustalov is becoming more dangerous day by day, and I don't believe that all of this danger followed our new friends here. I think. A good amount of it was already lurking in the shadows. That could be true. Well, you've changed your tune. He's uh, talking to Brilliter, who was like, Guys, everybody's friends. Don't worry about it. Now he's like, There's dangers in the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Those are not conflicting statements. Do you mind telling me what's going on? Or should we expect more danger? I mean, like, immediate danger? Well, I don't think so. But... I also can't guarantee you that. I, to be honest with you, I did not know the hag was here until she made herself known. And as far as the fae and that little man over there, I have no idea what he's doing here. Little man. Look, and he, he looks at the uh, the small-sized humanoid shape of glitter that is tied up. And whoever did the tying, by the way, it was. It would have been like tying up like a big sack of like a big lump of honey huh. uh, just with how sticky and viscous the body is it's almost like it's like it's like coming undone like it's it's melting uh, in real time although like in the time it takes you to tie it up like it's it's clearly not like liquefying like before you or anything but like, it's well, still kind of the impression that you get that this thing is like physically unstable. Well, and if after probably about a minute, I'm assuming the invisibility will wear off. Uh, that is correct because it was a greater invisibility spell. So yeah, just uh, you would all recognize uh, Gibrus, the gnome, but he looks—he doesn't totally look like a gnome anymore. 
anybody who wants to can give me a knowledge local or knowledge religion check. Isn't this one of yours? And Uhtred motions to him on the ground and then had a knowledge 27 religion. Okay. Indeed, uh, it, ap- it appears that our new friends are not the only ones bringing danger into our midst. And I got a 27 knowledge religion. Kippers, what the blaze has happened? So, Brilliter and Utrid would recognize that Gibrus has somehow become a Mortic. Utrid, you would remember fighting a Mortic back in Vigil uh, at the uh, the way station when you're looking for uh, Daswan. Uh, except that Mortic was that like huge hulking orc. You know that a. Yeah, well, it happened. Uh, you may have failed to identify it. I, I can't really remember. Uh, a Mordic is a humanoid creature infused with necromantic energy, but not truly undead. So that's why when I asked about my goggles, they didn't register as undead. That is correct. Uh, so Gibris is alive, but shares shares a lot in common with undead creatures. Specifically... You know that Gibris has uh, turned into an Etioling Mortic. You can ask me two questions about that, and Riller can ask one question. Um, Any DR? Nope. One cool offensive thing. You know about their corrupting touch. An Etioling can corrupt living flesh with their hand as a standard action. This attack inflicts a number of d6 equal to its CR and damage. Uh, This damage is not negative energy. It manifests in the form of physical wounds and aches from supernatural aging. Creatures immune to magical aging are immune to this damage, as are undead and creatures with the Mortic subtype. Otherwise, the damage bypasses all forms of damage reduction. A successful fortitude save halves the damage dealt. And Etieling cannot turn this ability off. Uh, Brittler? Uh, any energy resistance? They do not have any energy resistance. Well, they do have negative energy affinity. Uh, so they actually heal damage from both positive and negative energy. So, yeah, Rainer, Rainer is looking down at uh, Gibrus. He's shaking his head. He says, I don't understand. He must have something up at. Something up there must have changed him. When we were at Gallowspire, we were near the explosion. I don't know. Some oh, Gibrus. He he looks he looks back at all of you and says, "Well, suppose we can rest easy now, knowing knowing who the the traitor was among us. Why don't you uh, bring your hostage inside, and I'll, I'll bring Gibrus. We can really get to the bottom of this." Next week on the Inspired Competence Podcast. Hooray for us. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.